Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of T.D. Jake's message about it's not the time to lose your head. And I know that I mentioned yesterday, and I mentioned a lot, just how important our thoughts are and how much they lead our lives. And it's not just, like I said, that they, you know, affect how we act. They actually affect what goes on in our, like what happens in our physical world around us. Because as we um, think about negative things, as we continually go down that path, then the negative things will continually be brought back our way. As we continue to think and dwell on positive things and on the things of God, and like Philippians 4, 8 says, whatever is pure, noble, right, true, praiseworthy, wonderful, think of such things. Paul said that because there is more to it than just, hey, be positive. It's because it actually affects our world around us. It affects our lives. So as we continue to dwell on positive things, on the things of God, on his kingdom, on the fact that he has said all of these amazing promises are ours. As we continue to dwell on his law, like David did, I meditate on his law day and night. His laws aren't just his rules, but his laws that he set in place, like sowing and reaping. As we meditate on these things, as we participate in these laws, as we participate and partner with God, our lives indeed will become better and better, and we'll see more of the fruition of God in our lives and through our lives, just like in Deuteronomy 28, if we fully obey the Lord, our God, we will see, you know, you'll be blessed in the country, blessed, you know, blessed everywhere if we fully obey God. And we can do that. And that is a promise of God, the fruit of the spirit. If we can just partner with God in our daily lives and live for him and do, you know, what he has called us to do on a daily basis, our lives are be so rich and full and amazing, an amazing adventure. And I'm not saying that nothing bad will ever happen, but we will be able to experience joy and hope in the midst of it. It's not going to steal our hope because our hope is in Christ and it's amazing. Here's T.D. Jakes. God did not promise you that your feelings would line up with the facts. How many of us are living a headless life? Because we have not separated how we feel from what we know. You can't, you can't work with people like that. You really can't work with people like that because if I criticize your work, it doesn't mean I criticize you. And to have to babysit your feelings when I don't have time to babysit your feelings, I need you to correct the problem and go back to work. It's not personal if you do it right. Isn't that what God told Cain? Why is thy countenance fallen, Cain? Why are you tripping out about this stuff? Why are you jealous of Abel? If thou doest not well, will I not receive you? He said, I'm not against you, Cain. I'm against what you did. And if you fix what you did, I'll bless you like I bless them. So stop tripping, Cain. Get your heart out of the way of your head, and I will move you forward. I know that's culture shock to a lot of you. Because everything you've ever gotten, you've gotten out of your feelings. But let me tell you, the devil is not fighting you over your feelings. He is fighting you over your head.
He is giving you images and imaginations and threats of disaster to send your head into a panic mode so that you will digress mentally from the leadership that the rest of you needs. It has to come from the facts and not the feelings. It is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, it is written. Not one time do you hear Jesus say, I'm so hungry, devil. I'm so hungry. This is one time. Let me turn this stone to bread. Because a brother like me got all kind of rumblings going on in my stomach like here. I've been out here 40 days. Devil, now, now, you know, 40 days. You ought to have a little compassion on me. He did not approach the devil with feelings because the devil has no compassion. Whatever you do, don't lose your head. Pull your feelings out of it. Pull your insecurities out of it, your vulnerabilities, those childhood voices that come back to attack you the rest of your life are the tools that the devil uses to cause you to digress from what God created you to be and stand on what you know. The Bible says in 1 Samuel, speaking about Eli, the word of the Lord was scarce in those days. The word of the Lord was scarce in those days and there was no open vision. Eli was living, but he was losing his head. Vision comes from your head. Word is spoken out of your mouth, which is in your head. The word was scarce, the vision was dim and the kingdom was collapsing because of what was empty in the head had destroyed the success of the kingdom, of the priesthood, of the sanctity, of the ministry, because the priesthood was headless. Sexuality was running amok. Hophni and Phinehas were going through the church going through the women like a fox going through a hen house because the place was headless. Eli was not strong enough to chasten his own child because his emotions were leading and not his head. Oh, it's going to be rough in here today. The word of the Lord was scarce in those days. The Bible said there was no open vision. And ultimately, when everything was said and done, they went out to fight against the Philistines. And they were defeated. And he could have withstood that. Hophni was killed, his son. He could have withstood that. Phinehas was killed as well. He could have withstood that. But when they told him that the glory of the Lord was departed, he fell off his throne. And of all things, he broke his neck. His head came off. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The last little piece of government fell off. And whenever you see the head come off, there is a shift of authority. Eli lost his head. Samuel comes to a place of prominence because the head, the decapitation of the head is the removal of the government. Are you a kingdom without a king? 
Are you so busy managing the emotional relationships that you have that you don't have the energy to think the thoughts you need to think to go where you need to go? Are you so busy managing your feelings and the feeling the people around you and trying to make them feel what you feel and, and need what you need and want what you want that you're not making progress in life because you are leading with your heart and not with your head. You can't cry your way out. You can't fuss your way out. You didn't snap your neck four or five times and it didn't change your life. The definition of lunacy is to keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So why are you doing what doesn't work? If flipping out on her isn't working, why are you still doing it? If giving him a piece of your mind hadn't worked in the first 15 years, wouldn't it be a good time now to change strategies? Why are we loyal to ineffectiveness? Why are we loyal with ineffectiveness? We date effectiveness, but we marry ineffectiveness. We visit effectiveness for the weekend on a Sunday in a motivational message in a special television show. We, we love to visit it, but we are married to habits that are ineffective and we are loyal to things that we know don't work, but because this is how I feel. Take unto you the helmet of salvation. Eli lost his head and the power shifted and the world changed. And whenever that which was has lost his head, that which is will come to power. Lost his head. They say, Ichabod, the glory has departed. I guess it did. The glory departs because the head is gone. I told you the anointing comes on the head. If there's no head, there's no glory. Eli broke his neck, lost his head. Yes, the glory departed. Because the glory only falls on a clear head. That was T.D. Jakes, and you can find that clip on YouTube. If you search under T.D. Jakes, this is not the time to lose your head. You can also find out more information at his website, tdjakes.org. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.